Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, mice and rats. This is the Cow and Bee Show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're far too kind. You're far too kind. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got ATL Cow. What up? What up? What up? And we got Las Vegas B. What it is? What's going on? What's happening? How are you doing? How can I help you? How can I help you? <laughs> uh, B, man, good to hear your voice, bro. How you doing this week, man? What's happening? Another fab week, man. Another fab week. Back in it. Back at it. Back at it. You know, I'm just glad to be here, man. You know, but we Ooh. we out here building. And uh, hey, you know, another, another week of building. Uh, like I said, shout out to Aria. Shout out to Treasure Island Hotel uh, here in Las Vegas. Another deal. You know, looking at a, at a state deal as well, which uh, has a lot of different valuable assets attached to it. And so, man, very blessed. Wow. When you say state deal, you know, I can't help but think about Trump hotels because those are state deals at this point. Right. Would that be included? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, government run hotels. Ain't that what that is? A state. So it's more like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I went, I went way left on that one. I went left on that one. Oh man! I know that's all good. Yeah, that's why we clarify. That's why we clarify, you know. But yeah, state, you know, uh, part of uh, personal belongings and assets belongs to a family and a trust. Yeah, and so it's you know we got a you know, we got our hands full. Ooh, we that's what's up, man. It's lovely, love to hear it, man. I you know I draw inspiration, bro. I can't help but I can't help but be inspired. You know, when I hear your story, I know where you came from. You know what I mean? Copying off my answers in class in high school. To where you are today. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> you dig? <laughs> you dig? Yeah, man. Sure. I, hey, you got to give it to me. At least I knew how to, who to copy from. Hey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I can respect that. I can respect that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, I took my son out, man. I took my son and daughter, uh, Dean and Dana, out to a track meet today. And I can't help it, boy. It brought back some old memories, man. I saw them hurdles come out. I said, oh, boy, I bet I could still, you know what I mean? Mm. I bet I, I bet I can still hawk him down on them hurdles, boy. Don't try me. Don't try me. I don't know, man. Why do I feel like that? He back at him? I mean, how long was this? Like, how, was the dura- how long was the duration of you uh, jumping these hurdles and running around? What, what we talking about here? Oh, uh, man. Last time I jumped a hurdle, bro, had to been back in 2002 or something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that that long ago? Dang. Oh, man. It seems like yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah. Seems like yesterday. That takes us to a whole new level. I mean, (laughs) I guess that is pushing 20 years, and I guess a lot has happened in 20 years. So I may have to rethink that whole situation. It's about half half lifetime. You know, I mean, we got to we got to check on that, man. We got to check on that one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you know, you still you're still with us. I'm I'm definitely still with you. You're still with us after you attempted. Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> Things are looking better and better. I didn't attempt it today. I did it in my mind. I attempted it in my mind. I didn't physically attempt. But they say sometimes if you do something in your mind, it's just as good as doing it in real life. That's what they said. So. <laughs> we did touch on that. <laughs> we, we, we did touch on mental reps, but my God. Hey, visualize yeah. success. Visualize success. It's the same as real success. So he's really, he's like, it's like a bodysuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my son and daughter, they messed around at the high jump pit, bro. It's a it's a track meet. It's a it's a well organized event, but we out there on the track like we <laughs> like we athletes. Hey, we didn't get kicked off, so I visualize that as a success as well. I know that's right. right. Y'all utilize that. Y'all utilize that for the day. We had fun. You know. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, so yeah, track and field is close and near and dear to my heart because I, I look at that as 
the thing that got me a ticket into college. I had decent grades, but I, I wasn't a great student. Right. You know, I could have been a lot better. I just wasn't focused. You know, didn't have the right infrastructure in place, didn't have the right discipline in place to to go to school on straight academic like that and, and get into a decent school. So track was kind of my ticket into college. Right. Colleges look favorably on that. And I ended up with an athletic scholarship and, and, you know, graduated college with an engineering degree. So I made good on the deal, I think. Certainly. But yeah, I can't help but, but, but keep, you know, keep tabs on this situation with, uh, I know you've been probably following the, the college admission scandal, man. That's a, that's a freaking mess, dude. What the heck? Oh, with Lori Laughlin, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, Felicity Hoffman and all them, man. They they clowning, bro. I mean, honestly, when I was in college, obviously there's just about all the kids there. You you didn't see too many kids from the hood. You mean you didn't see too many kids like me there, right? Right, right, right. And sure. and you get a perception that you know maybe kids like from where I'm from ain't focused on school or maybe ain't even smart. That's smart, smart enough to be there. Right. But, you know, the more I learn about this story, the more I realize maybe that's not even true. Just to give a little background, man, they they busted a a ring where this guy, he was basically the ringleader and he was sort of working as a sort of like a consultant, but a a dirty consultant (laughs) and getting these rich people's kids in these prestigious colleges. And, you know, obviously there's processes in place to get to decide who gets to go to the school and who doesn't. But they were definitely Uh cutting some corners on the process. (laughs) <laughs> paying people off, bribing the coaches, lying and saying that their kids were athletes when they wasn't, photoshopping their faces. Come on, man. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, get, it's crazy. Get nasty with it. Get nasty, getting creative with it. Taking tests on their behalf. <laughs> I heard at one point they had a proctored facility set up where they pretty much brought the kids in and gave them all the answers to the tests, you know, the, 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 oh. the qualification tests. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, dang, really? They doing all that? And these these rich people, actresses, actors, you know, all kind of rich people, business people, doctors, lawyers. Yeah. Paying big loot, millions to get their kids in these schools. So, yeah, man, that's 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 kind of the lead for the night. Uh, college admission scandal, bro. Just wanted to get your take on that whole situation. Yeah. I mean, like just like you put it, man, it was just uh, just a nasty. What it seems like a nasty run from these uh, parents. They just you know, they're, they're looking to put their kids in the college they're feel for it right now. It's just that hey, they want to get their their kids in and have that to have that experience, right? And, and and by any means necessary. Now, you know what's crazy about this is none of the students face any charges, right? And 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 I think a lot of people think they should help be held accountable, right? Because I guarantee that some some shorties in Chicago getting locked up right now that's younger than eighteen getting charged as adults. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't tell me they're still in college while this is going on. So right, I mean you know hey. In one sense, when you're just looking at it from, okay, you know, I'm, I'm just really trying to get my son or daughter into college by any means necessary. That sounds like, you know what, I would do that, right? But when you go into the details as far as bribing people and, you know, you're trying to assassinate one's character based off of, you know, being able to get your, your kids into school. That's what it's kind of, you know, cutthroat it's, 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 as much as you can get. It's cutthroat because they know there's a limited number of seats at these schools, right? And... There are other kids who probably have lesser means who are getting boxed out. That's crazy, you know. And you know, some of these kids are trying to trying to trying to create their rags to riches story, and this is their path. This is their ticket, academics. And you know, these people are pretty much saying, you know what, I ain't worried about that kid. Let that kid stay in the hood and suffer, <laughs> stay in, you know, stay in those rags and suffer. My kid need a brand name on their resume, 
And my kids are already coming from a wealthy family. So, <laughs> man, you know, I got a couch on what I'm about to say, but <laughs> there's a limited number of paths where a person can go from the bottom, come from the bottom and do well. You know what I mean? And, and bring bring wealth and means back to their families. Right. Education is one of the instituted ways for a person to do that. If you just happen to be a little genius, you should be able to get into Harvard and or whatever school, great school, excellent school and build a career that, you know, can can potentially bring great things to your community, which may be suffering also from poor, poor economic circumstances. Certainly. Right. That's a that's an instituted way path. And then when you got these folks coming out who already have means already already got their ticket out doing well. Obviously, you know, Kylie Jenner is the first billionaire, but <laughs> maybe some of these folks ain't billionaires yet. But, you know, they're a little I guess they figured a couple hundred million ain't enough. Man. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy situation, man. And it's um, it's unfortunate in, in many ways. And I can't imagine their kids going to college and being rock stars there, you know, academic rock stars anyway. Yeah, that's that's true. I also don't think this is something that's isolated. I think this is something that's part of a larger network. Maybe that comes out. I don't know. But this seems like it would be a little bit more common. Yeah, probably. You know, just what the, the, the way they were running it. It was just uh, on Front Street, very on Front Street. And, they, you know, this is something that's uncovered now. You know, you got people cooperating with the feds now, the FBI and, 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 right. and recording, you know, different conversations. So they, they, they didn't uncover it. I mean, obviously, they don't come after you federally unless they have a case. Right. You know, and that's what they do. They you know, usually when they come after you, it's it's you pretty much getting prosecuted. It's just you know. they already got you. <laughs> They're not gonna waste their time on somebody unless they pretty sure it's a it's a closed deal. Oh yeah, they're looking to close it, like you said. This is crazy. That's a good point. I, I think this this whole thing came about from a federal a federal sting operation, and this is just one guy they really busted. Right. Right. How many of these people are out there? I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch. There's a whole consulting industry that, of course, only the rich have access to can afford to pay those fees that helps parents get their kids into these prestigious schools. Why do you need a consultant or is your kid not qualified to begin with? Why do you need a consultant? <laughs> That's why I like track. Right. Everybody starts at the same start line. Uh-huh. Everybody hears the pistol at the same time. And everybody finished the race at the same finish line. It's hard to cheat unless you're taking steroids or something. That's a whole other thing. But the level of transparency is pretty clear. But in cases like this, where there's an iron veil and nobody can see behind the curtain what's going on, it just leaves so much room for corruption like this. Mm-hmm. When people are selected based on a committee of other people who are all corruptible as well. We like this guy. We don't like that guy. We don't know what criteria they're really using. Right, right, no doubt. Yeah, so that's a that's a crazy situation. But you know what? You know what? You know what else it makes me start to question is what's really the value of a college education, right? One of the panelists on the on the news network said, "Listen, I you know I went to a local community college, and look at me now. I'm doing great." Right, no doubt. So so it begs the question: what's the what's the value of a college education? I mean, is it a, is it a a free ride to success or is it just, you know, does it just get you your first job or is it, is it, is it, is it part of a bigger picture of, of networking and all that stuff? So, so I, you know, I, I went to college, I got a degree. I would say it's helped me. I got a very technical degree, engineering degree. So I would say it's been very, 
useful for me to throw that out there on on select occasions <laughs> and the type of jobs I've taken since I've gotten that. Oh, for sure. But on the other hand, I'm a lot more of an entrepreneur than a than a corporate guy. I think. I think. Huh. So for me, I you know I'm, I can go either way with that. But I'm, I'm curious to know your point of view. I mean, what do you see? You know, how do you how do you feel like education has helped or hurt you in the work you've you've done since uh, since high school, really? I mean, yeah. You know what? Honestly, when, when I when I had the opportunity to go to college, I went to UCLA for two years. I didn't take it as seriously. You know, I, I was paying out of my own pocket, and so I didn't really take it seriously to to progress. I knew I wasn't going to stay in. It was really for me to 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 go out and, and earn earn funds and get into the real world and kind of get out there and and uh, and learn and learn how to be an entrepreneur. Now, that's not for everybody, and so for me, I look at it. Like it, it could be a great experience for someone, right? Let's let's say if you need to get away from your environment, and college is the only way, or mm. you know you you're looking to get into a professional field. That means you, or maybe you know what you want to get into. I think like 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 a lot of things in life, you know, you you, you should uh, make the moves with a purpose. And I think when you make moves with a purpose, those moves tend to make sense, right? Put you in the right position. I think college is one of those things where you can look at it through that through that scope where, hey, it's the amount I'm investing as far as money and time and any everything that's involved, right, versus what I'm going to get out of it. You know, I think you have to weigh that. I think when when weighed that right way, it could be it could be done really well. You know, a lot of people get loans and loans could be a good thing for you, just like, you know, like like anything. Right. Depends on what you're investing in. I think. Education is a big deal to invest in, right? Especially if you're going to get work ethic and get some prestige, get some um, get some experience. You're building yourself as you go forward. So I think it's definitely a good thing. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I know them loans, boy. Ooh, that could be a double-edged sword. <laughs> definitely could. Yeah, I mean, mainly mainly because it follows you through debt. I mean, you, you know, you, you can't necessarily discharge debt. Right. But they're, st- they're seeming to uh, get a little bit lighter on that. I've seen some programs where they've at least lightened the load in terms of lowering the amount of debt yep. or or just totally discharging it. But man, I, I think it would be a boom, huge boom to the U.S. economy to take all education debt and just wipe it. Oh, absolutely. Bailout. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine what people would be doing with all that extra loot? Instead of all of it going to single single um, entities, banks and uh, lending institutions what all that extra loot will go toward in terms of stimulating the economy. That's how you stimulate the economy is you, you, you sort of tear down these huge, huge, huge players. So the money gets distributed to a lot, a lot of players and then it circulates a little faster. But yeah, you know, I, I agree with you though, man, on, on the education tip is if, all right, obviously going to a prestigious school tends to set you up for, you know, some of the what you call the prestigious career track, right? High finance, Wall Street, consulting, lawyer, doctor, those kind of career tracks, right? Even engineer, I will put I will put engineer sort of on that bubble too. And right, you know, get a technical degree, you know, high tech degree. Obviously the US is struggling with technical talent. So yeah, getting a high tech degree sets you up pretty nicely, you know, gives you gives you some good career options to go to go forward with. But then there's a lot of degree programs that that really <laughs> you go come out with you go struggle because like a lot of the athletes that ain't serious about school they take on subjects like sociology and uh, social science and that kind of thing you know maybe that does help you as a professional athlete because there's a there's a bit of sociology there too but underwater basket weaving 
<laughs> so <laughs> what you gonna do with that, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you you would never be able to pay back them loans if you're taking out loans for a degree program like that. Right. So yeah, it's, it's certainly not an economical, it's not a business move to go that way for, for certain degree programs. And and if you get a bad degree program from a from a a, a school that's not reputable. It's like, man, you know, and, and, and then you end up paying a bunch of money for tuition on top of that. You can really find yourself in a, in a, in, a, in quite a quagmire. <laughs> but yeah. Right. That, that's that's you just laid it out for people right there. I think. Yeah. You know, if you could find right the right school for the right cost and, and then take the right to go for the right degree in the right field, you can be definitely, you know, it, it could work to your advantage. You can work it well. You're the person I've seen, you know, with you've, you've gotten different opportunities and then you've built that into another opportunity and then you, you know, move to a different company. I think that's pretty much how you kind of have to look at it. Yeah. If you, if you look at it like it's a one move fix all, it's, it's not really going to work for you. You know, you have to kind of just like really on the open market, you got to finagle and kind of move and, and adjust and build to see where you're at. And, and, and I think it's no different than, what you going to school I, again i didn't play that i didn't play that game you know when i was in school probably how i should have but you know when you say should have i, I feel like it worked out good for, but when i was going to school i didn't necessarily optimize it hmm. you know you gotta you gotta have some business savvy because there's a lot of people with phds sitting around and can't can't find a job and can't start a business or nothing like that you know they're just almost like their their education project failed even though they graduated. That's true. And, and on the same token, there's a lot of people who who graduate college and never pick up another book in their life. This is true. <laughs> you know, the learning process just stopped. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Did so great in school, 4.0, you know, 3.5 and get out of college and you don't have teachers pushing you and you don't have students to compete with. And the learning process just stops. There's a lot of people in corporate, you know, with degrees who who stop learning. You know, what I mean, they just <laughs> got settled into a job and they do that job and that's it. That's the end. They stopped growing. But you know what's crazy, though, hmm. is that a overwhelming number of millionaires. Again, I, I think I talked about this before, but this is one of my favorite books that really, really impressed me a lot. It's a book called The Millionaire Next Door. And it said an overwhelming number of millionaires don't even have a college degree. This is definitely true. And one of the reasons. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. And one, one of the reasons is because they started making money at a much younger age. If you go to college, you're foregoing the revenue piece. You know, you're foregoing. I mean, you're delaying the the time when you start making real money for most people. Obviously, you, you know, some can make <laughs> six figures while while still in school, but that's that's a very rare case. But, right. You know, most people take a eight dollar an hour job. You know, fifteen dollar an hour job, and that's not going to make you a millionaire Woo. while you're in school. Now, if you start that revenue generating at age sixteen. Maybe start off at 15 bucks an hour, but you continue to grow and grow and grow. And you don't you don't you're not wasteful with money. You're frugal. There's a good chance that by the time you get to you know 40 years old, you have no student debt. <laughs> you know, you keep your debt low. You manage money. Well, you you, you could be sitting on a, a meal or, or, or two, you know, maybe maybe on your way to five or six even or 10, depending on how you flip. This is true. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's and that's the thing. I mean, the, usually the, the question is, is college or entrepreneur college or open market really both ways are are, are, are a good ways to, to go about it you know you could you could definitely have success going both ways going anyway bottom line is to always push the the, the open market be an entrepreneur type way because people have always kind of pushed it down or made it look like it's not as secure 
And to me, it's really about learning how to 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 win to win in life. Really, right? You have that's right. You have ways to to earn. You have ways to pull value into your household. Right. That's really what it's coming what it's come down to. You know, how can you do it on a consistent level? How can you build upon that? How did you how could you make it easier? How could you make opportunities for others? You know, it's it's a it's a it's an ongoing situation. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. If if you if you had a child today, obviously you got eighteen years before that child is ready to go off to college. Is ready doesn't mean they're, they they need to go or want to go. How would you steer that child? Would you encourage them to go to college, or would you would you steer them in a different way? How would you handle that? I mean, if I I'll have to see how they are, but if they're independent. If they're, uh, I feel like they're ready to make decisions on their own, uh, for for better or worse, they're gonna make mistakes. Obviously, being young, but if they can handle those mistakes and, and, and build for it, I mean, I have to see how they are. But if they're if they're that if they're that type, I feel like yeah. I mean, it depends on what they're looking to do. Mm. If they're looking to go to college and they want that experience, I wouldn't deter them from doing that. I want them to have that that experience if they if they want to have that. But um, if they're if they're the type that that wants to, wants to forego it, I think at the same time I would I would support that as well. That's what's up. Yeah, that's an interesting thought, man. Um, <laughs> I think it was Charles Barkley who said I feel like he went to college, but I think it was him who said, you know, I don't have a college degree, but uh, the people who work for me have college degrees. Right, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's cold right there, man. That's that's cold. But you know, I I have kids, right? I got a ten year old son, eight year old daughter. And and and, and uh, another daughter that's going on two years old, the bonus baby, what we call her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, man, I I haven't necessarily pushed college too hard to them. I told them college would be a great life experience if they want it. Right. If they want it, and you know, obviously, you got to be a good student. You got to be disciplined. You got to go to class. Nobody's gonna make you go to class. They'd rather see you. I wouldn't say they'd rather see, but they they would let you just not show up and fail you so you can pay and take the class again. Right. Mm, mm. Just as easy for them. We want to see you again. Familiar face. Hey, come on back. I've gotten to know you. I've, you know, we've built a relationship. Let's keep this going. I like you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but I've, I've told my kids and even now, right. I've started instilling them at an early age, bro, where right. I don't even give them money to do stuff with. What I do is I give them work. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If they see something they want, I would say they would come to me and, you know, used to. This is what they used to do. They used to come to me and say, hey, can I have $10 so I can get this toy I want? Right. They don't do that no more. You know what they come to me and say now? What they say? They come to me and say, hey, how can I make $10? <laughs> oh, we. Wow. You know, eight, 10 years old, they could be say, how can I make $10 because I see something I want? What's the mindset on that? My goodness. Yeah. That's great. Switch the mindset up. Right. Get away from this whole entitlement. You're entitled to money and just give me money to one of let me figure out how to work the economy so I can get what I want. And they've gotten to where they yeah, they've gotten to where they go wash the neighbor's car. They were they were uh, walking dogs for a while and getting paid to do that every day, get making money every day. And they were buying everything they wanted. They loved it. Man, I can take that. My plan with them, though, is to have it where by the time they get 18, they already making six figures. Oh, OK. That's it. They're already in control of their situation big time. They're already in control. That's huge. Huge leverage. And, and you know, if they want to go to college, that's totally up to them. That's a, that's their completely their call. Just know that college, first of all, you go for, for a technical degree because that's what's in demand. Second of all, go to a 
halfway decent school, got a good education, reputable education program. And, you know, if you can't tick those boxes and be happy, then figure out how to go out there and hustle and make money. <laughs> you know, the money's out there for the taking. But just go get it. You know, wow. And, and, or if you don't know how to go get it, learn, learn how to go get it. Watch YouTube videos. <laughs> Google it. You know, the knowledge is free now. So, you know, that's the other piece about college is knowledge is abundant and, and available to all. Ain't nothing you're going to learn at Harvard that you can't learn from Google at this point. Right. That's what's crazy about what's what's kind of cont- continuously involving with with the Internet and online. Uh, you know, it's just it's instant. You know, you can go right online and, and, and just search any any bit of information. Right. And you can get, you know, a, a well-rounded point of view on any subject and so when we were coming up you know you had the tip of the iceberg you know sort of with it when it coming out but not like this man this is this is crazy so the game i think the game has changed and really what kind of separates you to get into those high profile jobs is really not so much about how sharp you are or what kind of how knowledgeable you are it's really more about networks now and that's what the universities are pushing now it's you can be part of a powerful network because they know the knowledge is free now, you know what I mean. Knowledge has been democratized. I mean, that's yeah. I think you hit it on. The, I think you hit it on the head. Anybody can get knowledge, but you know who gets in, who gets through the cracks. Yep. And I think it's it's, it's who it's who you know. It's who you know. And it's been able to massage, been able to massage relationships. I, I, I shoot, I'm right with you. I think you hit it on the head with that one. Yeah. Ultimate, that's the ultimate thing. That's the ultimate. You ain't got to be a student at Harvard to even crack into that Harvard network. You just got to be known, you know, you, you show up at all the house parties. They're going to know you. <laughs> you dig? Yeah. You can even, you, be, you can even go sit in the classrooms. You're somebody they see on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that's what Steve Jobs did is a lot of time. He just, he went and sat, he didn't even enroll in the class. He just went and sat in the class <laughs> and learned. Man, yeah, that's what's cra- crazy about the security on these, on these campuses. Cause that's true. You really yeah. can just go up in there and be, <laughs> Yeah, we blend in real quick. And in an elect an lecture hall, they don't take attendance. They don't know who's in there. You can just go in there and sit down and learn and listen and socialize. Go to all the parties. They don't ask if you're a student. <laughs> They're not gonna check your student ID. <laughs> Sound like you've done this before. <laughs> well, yeah, I did go to all the parties. I did do that. <laughs> I did all that. Too much of that, if you ask me. Looking back at it, he was throwing all the parties. Oh yeah. Oh man, I was the guy. See, dude, I was the guy. I was the guy in college that maintain a directory of parties every weekend. You did so, constantly. If you wanted to know what was going on, I had the list. They everybody would call me and you had to call me. I we you know I didn't put it on the internet or nothing. You had to call me, call Cal. Cal got the list. I'd run down 10, 15 parties every week. Here's where they at. And if you were having a party, you had to let Cal know because Cal had the list. <laughs> It did. It don't get updated. It'll get updated. Listen, listen. We built a monster network like that. We also showed up at everybody's party, bro. <laughs> Me and Chris Burns <laughs> and, and a couple other homies from the track team, we were at everybody's party, boy. Tan it up. The track team was like the hottest thing on campus at that time. We. Look at him. He was just running. Running it. Running. And crazy enough, it brought more people to track meets. How about that? <laughs> So that's what, oh, yeah, that's what you call cross-promotion right there, Yeah, cross-promotion. He was getting in already in school. Them track boys was off the chain. <laughs> How many of y'all was it? You said it was three? Just in, We had a three-person dorm room, yeah, but the track team was, you know, I don't know, a couple dozen, really. Three, four dozen. 
but our clique was probably 10, maybe 10 or 12. And every, you know, that was constantly changing because people were coming in and out every year. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we were pretty wild. I did too much in college. I know if my kids went to college. They're they going to they gonna be they're going to get put to the question regularly. It's going to be like, oh, OK, you partying. Oh, you partying. Let me see. You. Let me see your transcripts. <laughs> How you doing in physics class? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have to have that uh, crispy straight A's four point. Everything. Four point everything. My mother didn't my mother didn't even know to ask how my grades were. She just I was I was, you know, I was a fairly responsible kid, honestly. And she, you know, she never worried about me, but she was never on my on me for grades or nothing like that in college. <laughs> That's interesting. Really? I wish she was, because I probably could have need I needed it. I probably needed it. You know, I was doing too much in college. I know I was. Don't tell her that. Hope she don't listen to this podcast. But <laughs> wow, she gonna she gonna definitely hear that. She uh, she might hear that. But I, you know, I graduated. You want to want to turn back the clock? Want to turn back the clock on that? Woo 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 wee. Get you a knee to the back. She gonna be like, boy, I had to come up with that tuition money, boy. I had to work hard. <laughs> yeah, she probably thought about it. It was like, oh, you gonna make me remember? Uh, yeah, she probably still. She probably still. But, you know, I brought home the glory. I graduated. I made good on my degree. I went to work, you know, had a good career. And uh, <laughs> I think the future the future is still bright for me. You know, I got big things popping every day. I got big deals on the table right now that, that could that could blow the hell up. So, you know, I think I made good on my situation overall. Oh, yeah. You did a lot with <laughs> that, bro. I did a lot and I'm still doing. I might even go back for a Ph.D., but, you know, that'll just be more for entertainment, though. You dig? You already got that in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might go back. You know, <laughs> sound like Mike Jordan. Let me, let me make ten. Let me make my first ten mil. And then I'm gonna go back for a PhD, but only to wear the sweater vest and in the in the in the glasses, the spectacles. <laughs> That's the only reason I want the PhD. <laughs> push that back up. Wow. <laughs> so, I can, so I can push up the spectacles on cats when they come at me all crazy. You know. Oh, can you re- can you repeat that one more time for me? Just one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! We're gonna have to change the name of the show to the the Doctor Cal and B Show. <laughs> you dig? Hey, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. Look at that, boy! Uh, That's that could automatically qualify for more viewers right there. You know? Yeah, right off right off top. Right off, off top. top. Yeah, man. But yeah, for me at this point, a PhD would just strictly be for entertainment. I don't think it would increase my my salary or uh, income potential at all. It would just be for for my own uh, ambition, sense of achievement. Uh, but stay tuned for the books, though. I know the books in the way. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The books. The books are definitely in the pipeline. The books for sure. It is. But yeah, man, we didn't, we didn't pass our, uh, our 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 30 minute point. This is a conversation. We're going to have to bring this back, bro, because I think this story is still unfolding with the with the college admission scandal. Yeah, I mean, it's an ongoing situation. I think we're going to have to come back and touch base and uh, and see where it goes. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. You know it's going to be explosions. It's going to be explosions already. Yeah, man. The way, that, the way they're reporting it. This is just, the, I, I believe, I, I agree with you. I think this is the tip of the iceberg, and this is going to get deeper and deeper. So we're going to have to keep keep an eye on this one, though. This is a good one, though, for sure. Oh, we still- Certainly close to the heart. Don't get juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Don't let them find out. Don't let them find out. (laughs) All right, man. But that's what's up, though. 
Same time next week. What you think? You know, can we do this? I think we can, man. I think we can. I'm ready. Let's what's up, big dog. Hey, always an honor and a pleasure. Love and respect when we get together, bro. Stimulate. Oh, man, likewise, man. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Black is hot. No doubt, big dog. All right, I'll let you say the magic words. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. Hey, yo, check this out. See y'all next week. And we out. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Smooth with the magic words this week. Huh? <laughs> All right, man. We'll catch up later. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Let's go. And we out.